0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Push Podcast. Uh, this is me, Eddie, uh, your co-host. Uh, Janelle is not here right now, but I'll, I'll kind of get into why. So this episode is a special episode because um, we're heading into the new year. In fact, we are already in a new year. And one of the things that we wanted to do is make sure th- through the Push Podcast, we give you every tool, every strategy, we can think of or that we've learned, that we've used, that we picked up, whatever it is that we share with you. Now, a few years ago, back in 2019, we did an episode on the ABCs of how to push through the new year. And it was one of our more successful episodes. And And what we wanted to do was we didn't want to invent the, the, and something new. We wanted to make sure that something that's tried and true that we basically give back to you again. And so some of you may be new and maybe have not gone back into the archives of the Push Podcast, but it was our 11th episode. And so this week, what we've decided to do is basically give you that same episode again. And I think that the reason why is because we know the things that we shared in that episode are effective, they work, they help you really shape uh, how you come up with a plan of how you're gonna attack this new year and and maybe have a new perspective, hopefully have different outcomes that um, you feel more su- successful around, you found fulfillment, uh, or maybe you had a great year and you're looking to do that all over again. Um, regardless of what it is, is this is, these ABCs are basic fundamental things that anyone and everyone can do to prepare them for the new year. So we wanted to make sure that um, we gave you an opportunity to listen to this. So this is going to be a replay from our 11th episode. Uh, We hope that you love and and use some of these skills. And if you find something that really resonates with you, we would love to hear from you. Please give us a a shout out and leave a a review and a comment on uh, iTunes or anywhere that you get your podcasts because we want to know what things really resonated with you. And, you know, it just helps us with continuing to come up with really great content um, that you enjoy and can take with you. So again, this is a replay from the, our 11th episode. I mean, that was years ago, but so many people have written about us, written about that episode and, and shared with us how much they enjoyed it and how useful it was that uh, we thought, hey, you know what? Let's put this episode out again. So um, here you have you know, the ABCs of the new year pushing past um, the BS and leaving the BS behind and moving forward to the new year We hope that you have an amazing 2023, that this year is your breakout year, that this year is the year that you have tremendous amount of success, fulfillment, time with family. We know it's not going to be easy. We know that you're gonna run into obstacles and things that are gonna get in your way. But we hope that through our podcast and through other means as well, that you find your way through, that you get to a place of happiness, success, fulfillment, and the one thing I would tell you that is so, so important is every attribute, everything that you're looking to have within yourself, it will require the opposite in your life in order to get it. So for example, if you're looking to be more brave and courageous, you're going to need things that bring fear into your life in order for you to activate that skill, that that attribute, that emotion that's already in you. If you want to have more love in your heart, then you're probably going to have a lot of people that are unloving in your your life that you have to find a way to share, to spread love. So I think you get what I'm saying. You can't ask for something that you're not willing to go on a journey to find and discover within yourself. And we hope that the strategies we talk about on this particular podcast help you and get you there. And so we're in it with you. Uh, We hope that you can share each moment with us and that every episode this year, you're with us and we can't, tell you how much we appreciate your support and all of your responses and your engagement. So we love you and we hope you push through. Talk to you soon. Enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And
0: friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie.
1: And I'm Janelle.
0: And we're the Copelands.
1: We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship.
0: And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff.
1: So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed.
0: Welcome back to the Push Podcast. This is a episode 11. Yes, you're looking at me funny, but this is episode 11. <laughs> this is December 3rd, and this is a very special episode because... Thanksgiving has just passed, right? Yep. You My probably,
1: favorite holiday of the whole entire year. This
0: favorite holiday of the entire year. You probably have full bellies. You probably have gained 10 to 15 pounds. Well,
1: hopefully not. Hopefully. But <laughs> we hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope that you ate lots of turkey. You had lots of leftovers. I hope that you exercised tons of gratitude and got to spend some time with your family. And I hope that you're rested and excited to push into the last couple of weeks of yeah. the year. We are now in December. It's super exciting. And before you know it, we'll be wrapping up 2019. We'll be so, wrapping
0: up this decade.
1: Right, which is so Dang. exciting. Yeah. So we wanted to go through a little exercise with you that we learned from a couple of mentors that we have. We put a little remix on this, but I think this is the most effective way and fun way fun, to wrap fun. up the year. More fun. <laughs> so... I guess this episode is about leaving all your BS in 2019, releasing all the stuff that's no longer going to serve you because we're not just starting another new year. There's all this like hashtag new year, new me. Every year people start resolutions and that's all fine and dandy. But people, we are starting a brand new decade. Right. So if you've never been hyped about New Year's before, like we are starting another decade and this is an opportunity for you to leave all of the things in 2019 that hold you back, that no longer serve you, that are just not things that are gonna help you push through into the new year, new decade, being a better version of yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important that not only do you leave those things, but first, before you leave them, you reflect on them you make sure that what happened in that year or what happened in the decade, quite possibly, is something that you can use going into this new decade. And the reality is the new year is great. It's a great time to kind of turn the page and move into a new chapter. It's a great time, especially going into a new decade, where you can look at your life in a different way and you really can produce a new version of yourself. Many times you have, most people have aspirations going into the new year where they're going to be a brand new person. But they're going to be the same person that just like
1: hopefully you're just going to bring new and more improved right. habits and rituals and but that
0: work starts now and so we hope this call is the first call that kind of build that it's up not a call i'm sorry this <laughs> this episode, episode <laughs> this episode is that episode that helps you push through push through
1: so he said call because this morning <laughs> we had a call with yeah. our passionate profit students these are our, the people that own businesses that we mentor And this was such a powerful exercise that we decided that our audience on the Push podcast would also want to learn how to push into the new decade excited, full of grace, full of gratitude, and again, leaving all the BS that doesn't serve them anymore in this decade. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Buckle up because it's about to get real fun.
0: Let's do it.
1: So this is something that I think I'm going to call, I don't even know what this exercise is called, but I'm going to call it the ABCs of the year. And uh, we use ABC a lot. Like we teach people how to close sales and we talk about always be closing. So this is going to be the ABCs of the year. Hopefully you have a pen, but if you're listening to this passively, maybe you're on your commute to work, maybe you're at the gym, I'm going to tell you, you're going to want to go back and re-listen to this because this is going to require some deep thought and some reflection. Right. So get a
0: paper, pen. And full attention and sit down and take notes. But you know what's crazy? It actually works. A, B, C, closing out the year. Always be closing the year out.
1: We're closing out the year. So the first A, we're going to go through A, B, and C. And each letter is going to have three different things that we're going to discuss. So the first A we want to talk to you about today is acknowledge. And the question is, what things do you need to acknowledge from 2019? Maybe they served you. Maybe they were accomplishments. Maybe they were great things that happened to you. What resolutions did maybe you set in the beginning of the year that you need to acknowledge and clap for your damn self, right? You hit them, you're super excited, again, achievements. What business results did you set that maybe you might have exceeded, maybe in your home, you and your spouse wanted to exceed a certain level of earnings, right? And maybe you need to acknowledge that. Maybe you need to acknowledge that this was the first year that you were able to properly tithe in church and participate in charities. So I guess acknowledge is what things worked well, what things are we celebrating, and what things served you. Yeah,
0: what things made you feel like you were winning? What things, like, you look back and you said, God, I didn't pay attention to this, but back in February when we were able to pay this credit card off, And we didn't even celebrate or Mm -hmm. we were able to make an adjustment in our household. And so we kept our house cleaner, right? Those are like wins that you have to acknowledge that happened because we over-index like the bad things in life, right? right? And so you see all the things that you don't do well and we attach this emotion to it. And what ends up happening is that it feels like it lasts forever. Right. And then right now you're probably looking at, hey, it's December And whatever storm you're going through right now, you're kind of using that to blanket the entire year. And that's not accurate. And
1: it is not true. It's a lie. So if you are noticing that you're in a shitty season right now of life or the year, be very careful that you don't sit there and convince yourself that the entire year in 2019 was sucky because – Likely it wasn't. And we've done a daily push on this before where I'm really big on every day finding some key wins and keeping a journal every day because that keeps me grounded. If I'm going through a really bad November or December, that does not negate all of the positive things that happened in the early part of 2019. I just might be in a season of transition or a season of growth. So that's really important for you to recognize that we're not only acknowledging where you're at right now, but to sit down and reflect, because we got to leave this stuff in 2020, right. but to sit down and reflect, we need to take the whole entire year into accountability, right?
0: Yeah. And this is not about lying to yourself or living in la-la land. This is about seeking out those things that you need to acknowledge that, that hey, this happened. I want to make sure that we stop and we recognize it. And there's always a time to be critical for yourself. The only time you can be critical and it actually be something that's useful is when you're using it and from a standpoint of saying, I acknowledge that, hey, you know, I had ownership in this. I messed up on this. And this is what I'm going to do differently.
1: Right. And the flip side of acknowledgement, because we're still on the first A, is let's talk about what things didn't work well. Right. Right. So maybe one of your New Year's resolutions was to learn 30 pounds, acknowledging the fact that, hey, I didn't hit that goal. Why? So this is definitely not to beat you up about this. Like we never, ever want to put you in a place of like, oh, my God, I'm such a terrible person. But do you know that some of the most successful people on the planet have one thing in common? And that is massive self-awareness. So to be able to look back at some of the things you committed to and to see like, "Mm, you know what? I kind of fell short on that. And we're going to get into some things later that will help you with that. But this is really this entire episode is about self-awareness so that you know not to repeat the same things going into the new decade. So what things were you passive versus intentional around? You talked about this, which was really great. You talk about it.
0: Yeah. So a lot of times you have success and success is great because maybe you're doing things that are successful behaviors, but you didn't actually intend on succeeding on this particular thing, right? You didn't intend on winning this particular reward, which we talked about with Jordan So there are things that you accomplish that are passive, meaning that you didn't set out to do that. You didn't set out to win that award, but you went out and you said, hey, I just did these things. And all of a sudden I won or I was first or I did something that was recognized in the community. And I didn't realize I had did anything. And then there's things that you intentionally go out and you try to succeed at. Mm -hmm. Right. And so those are things that you want to acknowledge both because Within those things, there are going to be things that are repeatable that you can do over and over again. And right. so you want to recognize what was intentional and what was passive.
1: Right. Someone said something about some people just have a golden horseshoe. Yeah. And I will tell you, Jordan is one of those people. So a few years back, she got in a lot of trouble because she waited until the last minute to complete this science project. And it was a big deal and she procrastinated. And so at the last minute, who do you think had to step in and help with this stupid project? It's always the parents, yes. right? So I remember just being so angry with her like the night before we all stayed up late. We're helping her. We're going to freaking Kinko's printing stuff off and getting all this stuff from the craft store. And I was just so mad at her, Right. So I sent her to school with the stupid project that we kind of had to help with at the very last minute. We didn't do it for her, but it was a lot of scrambling at the last minute. So she was about to get in a lot of trouble. So I dropped her off and I said, when I pick you up, it's on. Like, you know, you're going to be grounded or something because you procrastinated and Mm -hmm. there needs to be a consequence. So I remember picking her up later that afternoon and she skipped her ass to the car. Like she had the best day. And I was like, oh, she must have forgot she's about to be in trouble, right? So she skips over to the car. She slides in and she's like, hey, mom, what's up? And I'm like, don't what's up, me. Like, we have something to talk about. She <laughs> goes, oh, do you mean my science project? I'm like, yeah, you're grounded. And she goes, do you mean I'm grounded because I'm going to be competing in the national da 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 of science projects? So it turns out she presented it so well that she wound up winning the opportunity to compete at some, like state level science something. Yeah. What was it?
0: Something big. It was, it was the science fair. Right. Yeah. It was like, they had this whole award ceremony. Like 50 schools from all over
1: were coming to compete. So she gets chosen for that. So that's what I'm talking about, a passive success, right? She didn't try
0: to win that. She did not. (laughs) Right.
1: But now all of a sudden she's all in. So I'm like, what do I do? What would you do? Listeners, you're the parent, you're trying to teach them a lesson and they get rewarded for something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that happens to adults too, right? Yeah,
0: and I think that what happens too is she has a talent for articulating herself. She has a talent to being very expressive. And so for her to sell her project was probably the easiest thing for her to do. But when your skills run out, then you have to be really intentional. I should say when your talent runs out and you've Mm -hmm. got to focus on the skills that you need to succeed, that's where you kind of get into some choppy waters. But for her, her talent—she's
1: a great talker. Coasted
0: her to right uh, to the freaking
1: finals, to the, of the finals fair. And so
0: you you have to take note of that. You have yep. to take note of things that hey, you know, my talent got me here. And the next thing I need to do now is I got to really work on the skill going into twenty twenty. Right. Because in twenty nineteen, I was able to coast just because I'm just like naturally good at these things, mm-hmm. right? And so and we can talk about that in another podcast around whether or not you are naturally good at it, but. You have to take note on what things have passively come your way that you were successful for. Because I can tell you myself and Janelle, we can tell you like there were many times in our lives that we actually succeeded at things just because straight talent.
1: Well, we're also very persuasive and we're great talkers. And so I think we can sell people on things. And so there has been some success that came from a verbal exchange that we got lucky with, right? Absolutely. But I'll tell you the same thing I told Jordan was like, Jesus had your back on this. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to run out of blessings from God. So you better show up and do your part because you can't always just sit there and coast. Like nobody's life is that gravy. So you better get it together. Thank Jesus. And you need to show up correct for your next assignment or I will ground you next time, right? Yeah,
0: and there are deep consequences, guys. So if you're out there right now and you know, hey, there's some things that you just kind of happenstance and, and like things worked out for you. Like you have to know that there are consequences if you don't necessarily take that into consideration that, hey, I need to work on this thing so that next year, like I'm very intentional, but also that's how you raise the level. That's how you go to the next level is you start to really understand like, hey, what it means to be intentional about the things that you're focused on.
1: Right. So after acknowledge, we have awareness. Mm. So what things do you need to be aware of? This usually is going to come from like things you need to be aware of about yourself. Are there habits that you need to change? Are there limiting beliefs? Do you fly off the handle? Are there things you do that you need to be aware of so that you don't continue to do them going forward because maybe they strain your relationships? Right. Maybe they keep your finances stagnant. Maybe they hinder your relationships with your children, whatever it may be, you need to be able to take some really great inventory around Mm self-awareness and just ask yourself, like, what things do I need to be aware of?
0: Yeah. And awareness is huge because I think that is the unlock for many things in your life. Like awareness, another word for awareness is intelligence. Like when you gain awareness around something, you gain a deeper understanding of what it's about. Like if I give you a piece of technology, and I say, hey, here's a piece of technology, and you say, oh, cool, here's a new iPhone, whatever it may be, I have to gain awareness of how it works, what it can do for me. So my intelligence has to increase in order for it to be useful for me. So if I go this year and I acknowledge all the things that were intentional success or passive success, and then I really analyze it and look at it and say, okay, what did I show up for? What didn't I show up for? How did I show up for it? What made it work? And then look at that from a standpoint of very objectively, and you gain this deep awareness of how you actually were successful, why you actually failed at something. And that awareness can really be an unlock into unbelievable freedom that you may have that can give you some access to some skills and resources that you would not have if you didn't do that work.
1: Love that. So moving on to the last A is acceptance.
0: Yeah. Acceptance is so important. One of the things that I really think that when it comes to thinking about what are the things that you accept, I think first thing you have to know is acceptance is not resignation. Acceptance is not saying to yourself, oh, things are bad. They'll always be bad. And you kind of resign yourself to the circumstance. Acceptance is saying, wow, okay, here's the circumstances. This is what I'm faced with. This is the problems that I have. And you really have to like disassociate yourself and look at it in a way where you say, oh, okay, what do I do with this, Mm -hmm. right? And when you remove your emotions from it and you just accept it as how it is, then you actually can make movements. Now you can say, okay, how do I make this work for me instead of it being something that works against me emotionally?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So for example, if this year, let's say you stumbled across some tough financial times and maybe you needed to move back in with your parents or something, you just need to accept that. It is what it is. It's an indicator of maybe managing your money better or- Other things that you need to do to be more resourceful. I don't know what it may be, but you need to accept the fact that this is what it is right now. There are still some blessings and you just need to move forward from it.
0: Yeah. And so often people don't understand like the feeling of frustration is the complete opposite of acceptance. And when you feel frustration, which you are actually feeling as a resistance to reality, you're saying, what is happening? What transpired? I don't want anymore. When you know you can't take it back, it can't be redone. And all you have to do is to say, this is the current reality that I am work with. It's the choice that's going to give you the freedom and the access to move forward and do everything else differently than you did in the past.
1: So again, that quote was, frustration is a resistance of reality. And I'll just tell you, that's an F word that is not allowed in my bakery. My entire staff knows that they cannot come to me and say, oh, my God, I'm feeling really frustrated because this person, I will just stop it right there and be like, stop. So when you're frustrated, it's a you problem. Mm -hmm. That means that you've let something happen over and over, and you need to do some self-reflecting. So maybe I'm not communicating properly. Maybe I'm not explaining how badly this impacts my position. So we don't use the word frustrated because it's something that sometimes there's some acceptance required, and sometimes the acceptance is feedback on you checking yourself and how you're looking at a situation. So I would say acceptance, just kind of in closing, is the question, what things do you need closure from? What things do you need to just accept, let go of, and move on? Yeah. That's going to be really key for you moving into 2019 with a bang.
0: Beautiful. Well said, honey.
1: So let's move on to Bs. (laughs) The first B is build. What things did you build? Did you build marketing plans in your business? Did you build systems? Did you build structure in your household? Did you work on building great relationships this year? Did you work on building greater self-awareness, which is why you're listening to the Push Podcast?
0: Absolutely. What did you build? Did you build a better body? Mm. Did you build a better mindset? Did you build, you mentioned relationships, but did you build meaningful relationships where you're intentional? Did you like set times where you say, I'm going to connect with someone that's important to me? I want to build this relationship. And I think that when you think about building and you think about creating or manifesting something, it takes having a deep belief of like, hey, I know that I can make this happen. And so builders are creators. Mm -hmm. And if you are creating and you stay in a creation state, it's an amazing place to be.
1: So kind of like, who did I build up this year? Mm -hmm. I think that's a good one. Yeah,
0: I love that. Who did you build up this year can be something where you said, hey, I spent time with cultivating this particular person's skill set. And I poured into them and I helped build this person up. And now they're a very highly functioning person in our society.
1: Like our children. <laughs> like our children. <laughs> All right. And the, conversely, though, it could be what bad habits did you build? Oh. So did you build up the really bad habit of not even being able to go to the restroom without holding your phone and checking mm. social media? There are some crazy statistics out there right now that say that people literally never put their phone down and they pull up, I think, Facebook and Instagram like over 47 times per day. That's, that is you that know, is building a bad that habit, is bu- y'all. Yeah,
0: and because when you build those types of habits or if you build those types of routines, your outcome in life changes tremendously.
1: Right. So did you build dependency on something? Right. And if it is your phone, then I would tell you that's good self-awareness, right? But we need to move on. So... The next B is brave. What things did you do that you had to exercise being brave with?
0: Well, if you answered build pretty well, then you probably were pretty brave with being audacious and taking on challenges, right? And so feeling the fear and doing it anyway kind of thing.
1: So how have you been brave this year? Have you been brave and stepped out of your comfort zone and maybe attended some networking meetings? Have you been brave and volunteered at church or in your community or done something that you wouldn't normally do? How have you been brave this year? I think we could go on and on, but you understand like bravery is, again, kind of the foundation of this podcast. We're trying to push you out of your comfort zone. So that's going to require you guys, you got to step up and be a little brave in something that you're doing. And
0: sometimes it's as simple as that, you know what, this year I really spoke up for myself. Right. I didn't let myself just get run over. I stood my ground on things that matter to me, and I showed my bravery. It doesn't have to be this crazy, like, Indiana Jones type of bravery. But maybe you
1: did jump out of a plane (laughs) this year. I don't know.
0: Maybe you did. Maybe you saved somebody's life, and you were extremely brave. That is awesome. Make sure you 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 leave a comment. We want to know about that.
1: Yeah, maybe you were like some of the ladies that went to our retreat recently, and they were brave, and they got tattoos, and now they're carrying words that they want to represent the person that they're trying to push forward and be. Yeah. So some of the tattoos said things like I am enough, right? Some mm. of the tattoos said things that were reminders of who and what they need to be. So surrender or what was the other one. I don't know, but they were really brave and they got some amazing, great tattoos. So bravery could be lots of different things.
0: Yeah. And I think you have to make sure last, just saying this last, like, Making sure that taking bravery into 2020 is going to be a continuous thing. Like you can be brave with one act, but you have to make sure that you are being courageous all the time and consistently so that you can do the things that you really want to do in life.
1: Yes. All right. The last B is bothered. What things really just bothered you? So, I'll tell you a lot of you immediately when we say this, you're like, "Mm, I have a list of 72 things people included that bothered the shit out of me in 2019, right? And I want you to take some time, maybe pause this episode, write that list, because then the next part of this homework assignment is gonna be I'm gonna need for you to burn that. You need to literally leave that in 2019 because if you have this whole list of things that bothered you, you're holding on to resentment and frustration and discomfort and just tons of discontentment. So you need to write a list, look at it, and then you need to burn it. And I don't want to see it. I kind of do want to see it on social media. We had our students do this and I was like, low key, like do it in your sink, water your lawn, do it. I don't want to start a forest fire, but there's something to be said about like, Seeing it, recognizing it, acknowledging it, and then burning it because you don't want to take that into 2019. That is a key thing that I need for you to understand.
0: And if I could just say this, because I think this is so important. Like, if something this year bothered you, then I want you to really look at what happened, what was said, was if it was feedback or something just kept coming up for you that bothered you. The reason why it bothered you is probably because you needed it. You needed it, and there was some type of truth in it Mm. because. Here's the thing. If someone walks over to me and say and yells out, hey, man, stop smoking. And I was like, what?
1: He was rude. That pissed me off. That bothered me.
0: It would never bother me because I'm not a smoker.
1: Well, but but
0: here's the thing. If I was someone who was trying to overcome smoking and let's just say I was having a tough time with that addiction and someone said that to me and I was bothered and triggered by it because it was hitting my ego and Mm. I know it was something I was trying to get better at or I was trying to improve, Mm -hmm. then, you know, there was some truth deep seated into that.
1: And so we like to talk about triggers when things trigger you. Mm -hmm. That's usually an indicator that you need to be aware of. Right. Yeah, people are crazy and they're gonna say things that are gonna bother you, but sometimes there's truth to it. Right. And that's why it's bothering you so bad. So before you move on it to tickles B, your <laughs> ego. before you move on to making sure that you have this long laundry list of things and people that bothered you, I just wanna leave you with this. Like, what things did you do that bothered you? Mm. Maybe you didn't speak up, maybe you didn't advocate for yourself, maybe you didn't fulfill the commitments that you made to yourself or the promises that you committed to at the beginning of the year, that shit should bother you. Yeah. That should be a trigger to identify something inside of you that says, hey, why am I not pushing through with this? And and that's just feedback. So again, right. self-awareness does not mean that you beat yourself up, but it means you have really great conversations with yourself to be able to show improvement and push through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think out of all of these, that whether it be the A's or the B's, This is the one, I think, that takes a tremendous amount of vulnerability to be honest with yourself and say, these things bother me because I know them to be true about myself. Someone called me out on it. It drove me crazy and I need to face it and I need to do something different about this.
1: And one of the things we say often that I got from my stepmom, Robin, she says, what happened and what did you make it mean? And usually that that's where that comes from. Things yeah. bother you and like you're making it mean this whole next level thing. So back to your smoking analogy, right? It would bother you and you would make it mean some crazy thing because you're already struggling with it. Right. So it's a really good indicator again of how you must exercise self-awareness in order to accept
0: that and, and I, get yeah. better. And I think this is a sensitive thing, but I have to say it. I think when people struggle with having a healthy weight, when people refer to someone as being out of shape or mm. something comes up, whether it's a joke about weight and someone who struggles with it, it really bothers them because there is a line of truth of saying, hey, I really haven't done everything I possibly can to be healthy. Yeah. I really haven't been as disciplined as I say that I am. So that would be right? that
1: trigger. That-, that is that
0: trigger that has that dulce of truth in it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that truth penetrated my ego and that truth made me triggered because my ego was bothered by it because I'm trying to identify myself as someone who is a victim to my weight
1: versus someone who needs to take some massive responsibility for moving in the right direction of attaining better health. Right. Right. So that's going to piss off some of you. I'm going to tell you, you're probably the one that needs it then. (laughs) I'm just going to be straight up because we've all been there where we can easily list a million reasons why we're not doing something or whatever the case may be. But usually when it comes to making yourself a priority and your health a priority, mm. we know that it's something that we take for granted. But we say really dumb things like, I tried every diet. Really, right. you didn't, because it's science. If you consume less calories than you actually burn, then, or wait, consume less calories. Did I say that right? Why is it sound yeah, weird? Consume, yeah, you yeah. said I don't know. You looked at me funny and no, like, i just am was I looking, lying? No, I'm not
0: going to look at you ever, ever again. No, <laughs> I'm just but
1: you understand what I'm saying. It's yeah. science. If you want to lose weight, you need to be active. You need to exert more calories than you consume. That's and, what and it are
0: is. We, are we, saying, we know that there are circumstances that make it harder, but I do know that there's a line that people have where they do victimize themselves. And I think that it's the wrong thing to do when you know, when you deeply know, truthfully, that you're not doing everything possible.
1: So if this bothers you with a B, then the ABCs of ending the year are implying and indicating to you that you need to yeah, make more Yeah, so you need to go back priority. to
0: acknowledgement because <laughs> you may be not acknowledging the times that you were not on track. Right. So
1: Moving on to the Cs. So the first C is congruence. Woo! I love
0: congruence. What
1: commitments were your actions congruent with? were they congruent with some of the commitments you made in business, in relationships? I don't know. I feel like I could go on and on because congruence is a big thing. But when you feel out of congruence, out of alignment with the commitments that you made, again, not to beat yourself up, but it's always about self-awareness.
0: Yeah, 100%. And one of the things, and like I said on the call earlier, I'm going to go a little deeper with this. I'm going to tell you this. You can't if you have a desire and then you have a faith and they're not aligned, you're not going to get what you want.
1: What do you mean by that? A faith?
0: Yeah. So if I desire something, I want to make a million dollars, but I don't believe that, that I can A person I'm, like I'm, me could ever, ever even make a million
1: dollars. Yeah. I don't person.
0: believe I'm capable. I don't believe I have the right products. I don't have the right skill set. I don't have the right smarts, whatever it is. If you don't have the faith and the belief in yourself- there's not a possibility that you're going to achieve that desire. So when Janelle was talking about congruence, like when your desire and your faith are aligned, anything is possible. Because here's the thing: whatever you believe, you will get.
1: So an example, then, to show you how powerful this is is like if I say I'm going to run. What are they? Five Ks? Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not a runner, I right? Think that's
0: three and a half miles. Okay. 5K. So <laughs> if
1: I commit to you running a five K. And I tell everybody that I'm going to do it, but I'm out of alignment and Mm -hmm. I'm not congruent with the statement or the declaration that I made January 1st, 2019, right? Right. I said I was going to do a 5K, but I didn't start running around the block. I didn't start running on the treadmill during lunchtime at work. I didn't start training for this because you can't just wake up and do a 5k right you're gonna feel bad about yourself because your actions weren't congruent with your commitments now it's important to note, though that you're saying if i feel like i'm in love with the idea of running a 5k but a person like me i'm not even fit i don't even run i only run when people chase me i'm not even a runner who am i to think that i could do this so what he's saying is is if you don't even have the faith and the belief that you can actually be a person that runs a 5K, you will never show up and go to the gym. Absolutely. You not. will never run your ass around the block, right? So you've got to understand that when you're making these massive commitments, you need to peel back the onion layers and say, why am I not being congruent with the commitments that I'm making? I think it's because I don't even think that I'm the type of person that could ever run a 5K.
0: Yeah, and until you actually figure that out, then you'll never do it. And here's the thing, you'll set out to say, hey, I love the idea. And maybe you say, I think I can do it. And maybe you may say, I maybe believe I can do it. But if you don't have deep belief and a deep faith that you can do it, then you're walking around with fragile faith. And with fragile faith, the first ounce of pain, the first ounce of obstacles, the first ounce of the weather's not right. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I can't do it today. It's
1: not that big of a deal. I'll just miss today. And
0: you see it all the time. Like if you guys follow sports or you see different people in business, like they have a deep belief in what they're doing. And there's nothing that you can deny. Even if they don't get results immediately, they know that this is not the results they're going to get in the long run, that this is just temporary. And so they press on and they move forward.
1: Can I also just tell you though that you're going to suck in the beginning. (laughs) Like for me, I just told you I'm not a runner, but if I wanted to run a 5K, it would take me time, but I would have to be congruent with my commitments. I would have to train. I know that I would suck. I heard a podcast, it was a TED Talk the other day This woman said she's not a runner, so she decided one day she was going to run. She runs out of her front door with some sweatpants on, holding her phone because she can't put her phone (sighs) down, and she's like, oh, maybe I'll put my phone in my pocket. Well, in her baggy sweatpants, it's hitting her leg now, so now her pants are falling down on one side. So she didn't do her research to realize, oh, this is why runners wear spandex. It holds things in. You don't have to (laughs) fidget with your clothes. And I thought that was a really great analogy to say, like, you know, you're going to suck at everything you do that you commit to. That's the first time you've ever done it. You better buckle up, though, because you sucked at a lot of things, which were mostly the first time you did something, you should have sucked at it. But look at you persevering and pushing through. Your mom didn't look at you and say, God, she's never going to walk. She fell. Uh, She's not going to be a walker. We're done with the walking thing. So I don't know why we're so hard on ourselves, but you need to learn how to embrace sucking.
0: And I think that leads to the next C.
1: Which is compassion. Yeah. Talk to us about compassion. Compassion
0: is so important because I think it's active love for yourself, Mm. right? And I think when you have active love, then you can kind of squeeze in the word grace, right? And you can say, God, I love myself, and I'm actively doing things to show myself love, whether I take time out to myself and be quiet, or I really take the time to do this type of work right now that we're talking about now, and I reflect on my year, I I acknowledge things, I hold myself accountable in a loving way. Mm -hmm. Like all those things come down to compassion.
1: So what things do you need to show compassion for as we wrap up the year? Do you need to show compassion for the strained relationship that you have with a parent that you've been letting linger on for too long? Do you need to show compassion for your ex-husband that cheated on you, who's now moved on and has a hot new girlfriend and you saw them in the gym? Show compassion for that because you just need to move on Mm -hmm. and you being upset and resentful isn't going to get you anywhere. So just show some compassion to yourself Mm -hmm. to know that it wasn't your fault.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I think that to understand that, like, life goes on. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about in in another podcast, we talked about, no, it wasn't another podcast. I can mix all our conversations up. But we were talking about kind of the law of time giving you the gift of being able to move forward and to know that, hey, every minute provides either the gift of grace or the curse of regret. And I think that when you're showing yourself compassion, you're constantly giving yourself the gift of grace each minute you have. Because when you give yourself the gift of grace, you move forward faster.
1: So what things in closing compassion do you need to forgive yourself for? That's a big question. Mm. I think it's really, really important you spend some time on that because maybe some of you went through a divorce this year yeah. and you need to forgive yourself because you think that you're ruining your kid's life. It's not true. Yeah, It's just not true.
0: But if you don't do the acceptance piece that we talked about in the A, you'll never get to the compassion piece. And you'll never get to grace and you'll never get to the forgiveness. You'll be stuck in a situation where you'll perpetuate that emotion over and over and over again. And I think that's when people get deeply sad.
1: Yeah. And compassion could be as simple as like, hey, we were in grind season this year. The Copelands, right. like we worked our faces off. I've learned and acknowledged that that season served us, but I'm done with it. So yeah. I'm accepting that I need to move forward and show some self-compassion because I need a day off and it's okay, right? And so that leads me into the last C of the year, which is cut. What things do you need to cut out Mm. of this year? What things did you cut out? So like we're cutting out this massively crazy, insane workload because it's not gonna serve us the type of people that we want to be going forward. We want to be more balanced. We want to be more present for our kids. So we need to cut some time out of our schedules, which meant that this year, the book that I was writing, I had to cut that out of my list of priorities because I just didn't have the time, right? I couldn't make it a priority like I wanted to. And if we're writing a book that's going to potentially serve and impact thousands, if not millions of people, then I need to be present and really in a great state when I'm taking the time to write that book. So about mid-year through, I was like, we're tabling this. This Mm -hmm. is going in the parking lot. I highly suggest you have a parking lot for goals because let me tell you, the new decade, we've probably inspired you. You're going to have tons of things you want to sign up to do now in 2020, and that's great. But at some point, it's okay to cut things out that are not serving you anymore mid-year sometimes.
0: Yeah, cut it out and paste it somewhere else.
1: Put it in the parking lot.
0: Right. The cut piece is is important because it can go to your lifestyle. Maybe there's things you need to start cutting out as far as like minimalizing. Cut out sugar. Yeah, cut out sugar. Cut out, <laughs> cut sugar out clutter. Cut out clutter. Maybe you need to cut some relationships. Maybe you need to cut some, obviously we talked about bad habits. There are some things that you need to ruthlessly eliminate from your life because it is distracting you from actually doing really good things. And so when you do that and you clear the path for yourself, it provides so much clarity. And now when you go and do this exercise going in the future, and let's just say you do this exercise every week or every month and you start to look at things, the more you cut, the more you can see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And maybe you need to cut out negativity or negative people. Maybe you need to cut out activities that you're doing that are just not healthy for you. Maybe you need to cut down or cut back some of your TV time, some of your game time, some of your social media time, some of your downtime, so that way you can be more purposeful. So. We're really excited to see what some of your lists are. We would love, love, love for you to share this episode on social media, on Instagram. We'll be resharing if you share. And as always, please let us know how we can help serve you. If you would take two extra minutes to rate and review this podcast. And then in the comments, let us know what stood out the most to you in this because this will help us provide and create more content going forward. But friends, we're really hoping that these episodes are helping you to get excited about pushing into the new year. Yeah.
0: And if I would just give you any tips. So we we talked about like kind of recapping really quickly. We talked about acknowledging awareness and acceptance in the first part. And those are our A's. The easiest thing I could do to strip that down, because I think that that gives you access to the other, the B and the C areas, because when you see it from a standpoint of acknowledging it, when you learn it from a standpoint of being aware of it, and then when you accept it, that allows you to use it. So you see it, learn it, use it. And I think that when you do that, now you can go into building, being brave and all other things that are on the list. I think that that would help you out.
1: And if you go to the pushpodcast.com, episode 11, we're going to give you a free tool to help print this out in case you were listening to this during your commute you can download this form and you can write it out yourself. So there you go. cheers to pushing through to a prosperous 2020 friends. Have a great day.
0: See you later. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast.